thing. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 295 of the Engage Family Gaming Podcast. This is our first episode of the new year. So happy new year to everyone watching and to everyone here. Um, This is a wild year. Uh, To start with, uh, this is not only the year we hit 300 episodes, because if we don't, a meteor struck, because there's only five episodes left. Um, But also... Uh, this is the beginning of EFG 10, as how I am calling it. It is the t- this is the year of the tenth anniversary of Engage Family Gaming. So that's way bigger than Disney 100. Yeah. Hey, listen, Disney 100 <laughs> ain't got nothing. Discover the wonder. Mm-hmm. How about this? Get your family game on. Better, yeah. uh, better slogan. High Black. five to myself. Um, so we're gonna do all sorts of cool stuff um, as the year goes by to talk about that. But what better way? to start a year, but to talk about the cool stuff that is coming. Because if nothing else, we are unmitigated hype machines. And um, so, yeah, that's it. So first off, let me introduce my amazing panel who uh, is joining me not only this time, but probably for the rest of the year, hopefully for the rest of the year. To my left or right, I don't know directions, is the man behind the curtain, John Tomlinson. Sir, how are you? Doing pretty well. You know, Good. exciting year. This is the year of that uh, Jack Black movie. It's year of the Jack Black movie. We got a lot of stuff going on. Next to him is my very good friend, the Mistress of Magnificence, otherwise known as Mom, Linda Robel, our board game editor. Linda, how are you? I am doing all right. Getting are you, through. Are you ready? Are you ready for us to invade your home on Saturday and Sunday to make content? I am so excited for some normalcy having you guys come over. Yes, we're very excited. Um, yes, because this weekend is EFGCon, which is when we make a whole lot of content in a not a lot of time. It is intense. It is wild. It is fun. Jeff's got to come out for one um, at some point. Eventually. Um, especially, uh, she shared the food list again, and I'm like, and I don't get any. <laughs> I know. You're going to be... Uh, Sorry. Every right. time, I, right. I hear how great... I. When I do come, I hear I need to get some rubble cake. That's what I've been told. Oh, let me tell that you. Rubble cake is want. magic. Um, so we're going to go clockwise. We have the man from the frozen north, Jeff Walker. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, but I, honestly, I think you have more snow than I do right now. Um, Nope, nope. It's just cold. No, we don't it's, just cold. Okay. it's just cold. Um, it's been in the 40s all week. And last, it's been pretty close to that, actually. Um, and last, but absolutely not least, my very best friend in the whole wide world, Amanda Farrow, the Princess of Power. How are you? Pod- it I is love podcast, podcast week. week. I've had such a long and tiring day. And I'm so glad to be podcasting and just hanging out with people that I really like. I think what we're going to need to do is next time we take a holiday break, what we should do is schedule a holiday party podcast where we don't, where we just get on a Zoom call just so Amanda doesn't have that holiday anxiety of not podcasting. That's probably fair. We'll pretend. Yeah. Um, So um, anyway, um, and as everyone knows, my name is Stephen Beesman, the host and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com. Um, fun fact about the beginning of EFG, Evan was seven years old when we started. And he's going to be, uh, he and now he contributes to the website as our virtual reality editor. Like, I gave him a title. Wow. Whereas before, like, we could make him business cards. Whereas before, um, he was, uh, it was just because I wanted to be able to play cool games with him. And so... We'll be, uh, we'll be sharing more stories like that over the rest of the year because it is the enormity of this last 10 years 
is uh, rolling over me every week uh, as I think more and more about it. So 2023. Steven, what, what's up, Jeff? The, the, real, the real question is how much more gray is your beard than it was 10 years ago? We have started to put together. Um, we've, we, it's, the short answer is a lot. The short answer is a lot. Um, I was, I think I was like a skunk. So I had like the two white stripes, I think, when I started. Um, but yeah, you're right. Trust me, when we start doing side-by-side picks of back in the day, uh, it's going to be, um, I'm going to feel very old. Obviously, Amanda does not age. She's frozen in time. Uh, yeah. As is Linda. She's frozen in time. Um, you know, John has looked exactly the same since I first met him however many years ago. He's just got nicer glasses now. She's because there's a lady in, there's a, there's a lady around taking care of him, making sure he's got nice glasses. And Jeff, I've only known for I've only yeah. known you for for a while. You look exactly the same too. I mean, I, I at least aging. at least half the time. I yeah. think five years. I think Harry so. was two. Well, Harry was two when I first started working with you, and she's gonna be seven next week. We are. Wow. Um, that's one of the projects is putting together the full EFG timeline for the rest of the year. So 2023, a very big year. Lots of video games are coming out this year. And Amanda, you're the business person. Um, tell me if I'm right. When games get delayed from one year, they come out mm-hmm. in another one. They do. And it usually <laughs> creates an absolute nightmare tornado of AAA and indie releases that end up just completely destroying every critic who's, so, who's out there. So, like, the Game Awards happened. And uh-huh. Amanda and I were texting each other throughout, which we typically do during all these announcements. And we just kept going, wait, that's June? Wait, really? That's also Wait, that's June? June? That's Is that May? May? What? So, how are we going to play all these games? And you know how we're going to do it? Because we it's for the children is why we're going to do it. Because this. we can. So, um, so anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to go around and we're going to talk about our most anticipated board games and video games of 2023. We're going to start with board games because I've been told that me, John and Jeff and Amanda go long and sometimes we don't give Linda her piece. And um, so we, we need to respect sure the board game editor. The board game editor. Gotta respect the mom. We got to respect mom. Respect. So Linda. Why I gave her the moniker, man. Yeah, Linda. Let's just get right into it, which this may be the right fastest that I've ever dove into a topic before, but that's because we just ain't got time. <laughs> Linda, tell us what board games are coming out that we should be excited about, and then uh, oh. I will tell you whether or not, and I have one to follow it up on. Okay. So I've got, I think I've got four. I had to do my homework at the library because, um, so for those watching, um, I haven't had internet at my, at my house for almost three weeks. Uh, it's been so fun doing most of my work on my phone. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. So no. anyway, so from my research through social media, through uh, skulking websites and whatnot, um, there are four that came up. Now, I do have to say, I had to curate this list. There were so many that were coming up. And I'm watch, looking at them, reading descriptions, looking at time, playtime. And what I was finding is a lot of the hype games that were coming up into my awareness were games that I wouldn't actually want to play. Not because they're not amazing games, but because they're like 120 minutes to play. And that's not chunky. And that's not what I go for. So I went to find games that I actually want to go buy myself and I want for my family because it's games will actually get to the table. So the first one I found is called Mission Control Critical Orbit. Um, It's by 3WS. I don't know if I'm saying if there's a way to pronounce it, but it's 3WS is the uh, publisher. It's a two to four player game. 
Um, they're recommending it about age 12 and up, uh, 15 to 20 minute playtime. That's a playtime that my family can get behind. Nice. Um, right now it's in pre-order. They expect it in quarter one uh, through pre-orders and in stores around summer. And that was at their November update on this game. So here's what this game is. Here's their blurb. In the year 1972, SAGA, Space and uh, Aeronautics Global Alliance, successfully completed its first hyperspace trip to Mars. The crew of Mercury, Mercury 3 missed re-entry window and have explosive damage. So you're playing as the team to successfully get them back before they run out of oxygen. This game is played just like um, Last Defense that Funko put out a couple years ago with a hard 20-minute real-time timer. So once you start, it is 20 minutes, period, Dang. unless you speed faster. So what's really cool, it's a roll and write. But it adds two more descriptors. It is an asymmetrical cooperative roll and write. Wow. Interesting. Yes. So the idea is you have one person that's the flight controller. They're the ones rolling the dice and calling out the numbers. And they've got something they're doing on their board. And then there's three up to three other players that can play as um, from the different locations that are trying to collaborate on this rescue mission. And so one of them is a Sudoku style board you're trying to fill in. One of them is using polyomino pieces to fill in as you complete certain numbers. And one is we are adding dice, the dice numbers to reach certain values to meet benchmarks, again, to complete your task. So everybody's doing a different task. What I like is none of these individual tasks are super challenging as far as like to learn this, the rules. So okay. it sounds chaotic. I watched some how it, the videos of them playing at conventions. It looks, in, you know, just chaotic and just so much fun. So that one definitely came up. I might have the pre-order saved on my computer for when I have internet again. <laughs> I mean, at least your pre-order uh, activities. Are she close. says might. might. You know, and the price point isn't crazy. That's the other piece. I was looking at games. I'm like, do I want to spend $80 on a game that I might get to the table? But maybe I'll spend 40 Like, that's more attainable. Um, so that was one that... I'm looking forward to that um, came across in my research. Um, another one that came across, um, coming up by Co Thames and Cosmos, which we love their stuff. They're really um, known for coming out with some really great games. They were the ones that put out the crew a couple of years ago. Well, they are doing another trick-taking game, but now they've added that there's a hidden traitor element to it. So this book, this game's called Inside Job. So it is a cooperative, mostly, trick-taking game with a hidden trader. Um, the only downside, it is three to five players. And I know for some families, um, having it being three players as the starting is not always everybody's favorite, but they do have a two-player variant. So that's good. This one's another one around 20 minutes to play. And they recommend it about age 10 and up, only $20. So a nice, easy price point. Um, they're expecting it this spring. So this is very similar to the crew. Um, you're going to be trying to complete missions. And you're gathering intel while the insider, who is your traitor, um, is trying to sabotage the team. So it looks like they took the crew and they're like, what can we do next? So they have more of this, like, um, almost like a mafia feel. That's what the, the artwork reminded me of. 
uh, with that one. So that one really seemed interesting. And the crew has been such a big hit. Yeah. This seems like they're kind of taking the next step by adding that hidden trader component. Yeah, I thousand percent agree. The the crew, every I mean, their two iterations so far have been wildly successful. Um, so yeah. it makes perfect sense that they just take that formula and add it to another one. Um, why don't you give us one more of the other two? I just want to be respectful of Amanda's time. She's gonna have to pop. Of course, good. We're good. I'm well, still. Well, let driving. me do one, and we'll see if there's time because the last yeah. one I had a super duper duper short. Okay, 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 so okay. let me do the bigger one. So the other one that I've got, I want to make sure I say, is called Casting Shadows. This is by the same pe people that did Here to Slay and Unstable Unicorn. I backed this on oh. Kickstarter. Yes. Um, so this tells you where I am with it. I did actually put my money where my mouth is on this one and did back this when it was first uh, out there. Uh, two to four players, 30 to 60 minutes. We love Here to Slay. We like Unstable Unicorns. We love Here to Slay. Um, this one has a hex map you build with tiles. It's played over three phases, very similar in the feel it looks like to Here to Slay. You're rolling your resource okay. dice. You're using your action points to do some different things like travel or collect resources or refresh, things like that. And then you get to adjust something called a shadow tracker because you're casting shadows and absorb any remaining shadow fragments. So there's this magical element. I mean, the pictures are amazing. They've got little figs and standees and depending on what tier you backed on. I didn't go full craziness, but it's super cute. Um, and it's basically from everything it looks like in the descriptor from the Kickstarter, you win by being the last player standing at the end. Um, so right now this is, production's complete. They're actually preparing fulfillment. So I'm hoping in, you know, first quarter, this will be in hand. So. Awesome. That sounds this one, really interesting. I love it when you sell me on board games and I'm like, that's going on my wish list. That's yeah. going on my wish list. Um, Linda's really good at that. Um, yeah, and you know what? It's true. Get, let, speaking of being good at it, Linda, I'm sorry. Give, give us the other one and then I will do it. Last one. It's Do it. It's super fast because it's another Kickstarter I backed. Um, if you think back to Fire in the Library that was on Kickstarter a couple years ago that I bought, back to everything, this is the prequel. It is a micro game. Um, I think it's only, yeah, 27 cards. It was, um, it's on, you can pre-order it now. It is the prequel to Fire in the Library because there was an explosion in the laboratory. Oh, heck. Yeah, it's just a push your luck micro game. They're right now finalizing the cards. They're hoping to have it fulfilled by the end of this year. And they but will. And I they will. This is weird giraffe games. They are really good yeah. at what they do. They're so good. And she it's one to four. She always, Carla always makes sure that there's a single player variant. So That's it's wonderful. one to four players. Um, this one's played in under half an hour. It's mm. just, you know, I saw that they were doing the prequel and it was being a micro game it was very cost effective. I'm like, I must help. I must back it. And we love Carla here. She's a friend of the show. Yeah. Several times yeah. over, in yeah. fact. Um, it's true. So, that, so she is super great. Um, okay. So that was the speed all run. Those are great. Speed run last. Well, you're right. The last one, a micro game, micro announcement. So all, those are all four really great games. <laughs> the, I have two. One of them, I just want to mention. They have like a really cool like Marvel X-Men theme game that I saw and put down, you know, like my research of it where you're basically like building a team and leveling them up. And it's like a really cool, like crunchy dungeon game where I get to be Cyclops. And, you know, if I get to play a dungeon game where I get to be Cyclops, I'm going to like have to do it. Um, it looked to me like 
mini, mini, mini Gloomhaven with X-Men dudes. And, like, I'm going to be real. That sounds perfect for me. However, the That real sounds game, pretty great. Yeah, doesn't that sound like Steven? That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. looking at that one, too. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll come back with more data on that one. The one that I really want to talk about is the Dungeons & Dragons setting, because 2023 is the year that they bring Planescape back. Woo! Um, yes, if you don't know what Planescape is, Planescape is their... It's the Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons multiverse thing. <coughs> Excuse me. I need to get a drink of water at some point. <clears throat> so, Planescape is, uh, yeah, that's it. It's Dungeons and Dragons, but it's multiverse shenanigans. Um, every, and it's set in this cool ring-shaped city called the City of Doors, Sigil. And there's it's led by the Lady of Pain. And it's all dark and weird, and like every alignment has a different plane associated with it, and it's so cool. It's glorious, and creepy nonsense. Glorious, creepy shenanigans. Um, and I cannot <laughs> wait for that game to come out. My favorite, one of my favorite experiences was playing um, a huge mega adventure that was part of the Planescape campaign called campaign setting called Dead Gods. I played with my friends from college, and we finished the whole thing. And God, would so where I are we love... dropping, boys? Are we gonna play? Um, are you running a game? Oh, I mean, because I'll come up. Oh, well, yeah, we we're, we've there there are plans. We'll talk about D and D, um, at, but we don't have time. Um, so Planescape is happening, and I'm very excited. All they showed me was the logo, and Jenna is sitting over here, um, and she, I I don't think she's seen me jump through a ceiling before, and I've and I've seen them announce Legend <laughs> of Zelda games. And like the Street Fighter Six logo didn't even get me that hype. That's that's what we're talking about here. So, um, <clears throat> so those are the video. Those are the board games. I think realistically, that barely scratches the surface. We all know that by we the just end of this year, the by the end There's of this year, there will be so many. Dip things. a little toe in, a just little, a little, a little bit. Sure. But we're gonna do the exact same thing with video games because this year is impossible to contain within a one hour podcast there's just so yes. much and entirely and, and the thing that i've that kind of freaks me out about it is a lot of these things have already been through their crazy delay cycles so like now it's they have to happen or they're being canceled and i don't think they're, that many oh. of them are gonna like this is just it's happening so amanda i want you to go Yo. first because you want because we we know that you love indie games I do. And there's a lot of really good indie games coming up this year. So give us some there are. give us some fire. All right. I want to know. So I'm going to tell you about my most anticipated indie games. Remember that there are always incredible indie games coming out literally every single day. Always go check Steam and Switch for the greatest indie games because that's where they live for the most part. And on Itch. They also live on Itch. So my most anticipated Indie games of 2023, the top of the list is Spirit Swap. Spirit Swap is a game that I kickstarted, which I don't do very often anymore. I don't kickstart video games, but I made an exception for this to my personal rule because I love the folks behind Soft Not Weak. And Spirit Swap is a match three game. I already love match three games. I play a lot of them on my phone. But what makes Spirit Swap so different is that it's very centered around people of color and queerness and magic and not just a match three game, but a relationship game where you build friendships. It is a game where you get to like 
build out your own little personal space with Samar, who is the main character of Spirit Swap. And a bunch of other really excellent, very cool things, including an endless mode. And I believe that there is a versus mode as well for Spirit Swap. Oh my gosh, that one's going to hurt. Because let me tell you, when you get higher up in the levels of Spirit Swap, they hurt you. It's legit. They really hurt you. It's bright. It's gorgeous. Get it on your wish list. It's going to be available on Steam. And I'm not sure if it's coming out on any other platforms at the beginning of uh, the development. Or rather, at launch. It is super... I Having watched you play it, because you played the demo on your stream when you were streaming. I have. Yeah. Um, played it a couple it times. perfect for the Switch. So my hope is that it is successful on Steam and gets those curators' attention over I even want to see it on mobile. Like, this I mean, yeah, game is game. that, it is that good. It is a vibe. The music is fabulous, done by Melty Cannon. So, you know, just a fantastic game all the way around. I am so excited about it. So that's at the very top of my list. Yeah. A little bit underneath that is Venba, which is a video game about cooking. Y'all know I love cooking Ooh. games. I love cooking games, and this isn't just any cooking game. This is a Southeast Asian cooking game about an immigrant family that moved to Toronto. So, Canadian on top of it. So that's all very, very exciting. I'm, I love games that, especially indie games, that explore different perspectives of different cultures, different ways of being, different perspectives. And Venba has been at the top, one at like almost at the very top of my list for anticipated indie games for a couple of years now because I've been waiting so very patiently slash impatiently for it to come out. And I just keep following them wherever they go. And I just am like, but give me a release date. So apparently it's this year sometime. I don't know. I hope it is. But we will have to see. We'll know. Well, no, because I'll be shouting about it. Be I'll be yelling. It. It's been in several Nintendo directs, so this is it one has of those been. things. That, like Nintendo has been, Nintendo has been shouting about it. They're very excited. It's gorgeous. There's not many games that make me hungry. That game makes game. me hungry. That game makes me makes me want to make my own curry, and I'm not very good at making curry. I'm I'm a good cook, but I'm not that kind of a good cook oh, yet. I'm terrible. We'll see. I'm terrible. I would assume, <laughs> but I would I would I would have I would have the general make me some. She, That's fair. She's better at everything than I am. So. That's fair. It's. I mean, she's amazing. What's True. not to love? The Absolutely. general. Uh, so okay. You're, you're uh, curious. Is uh, that's what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am in fact curious. What else? Uh, give, give me. See what give you me did one, there. Give me one more, Amanda. I'm gonna give you one more off of my indie list. That is Lakeburg Legacies. I saw Lakeburg Legacies. I am not joking. I saw that on a direct. I think it might have been the Wholesome Direct last year i want to say it is a social based village management sim and it's focusing on like pairing up your townsfolk to make the best and most effective families so you're basically a matchmaker in a game that's also a management sim so those are like you know those are that, that definitely hits on a few things for me just like a couple at the same time yeah. also it's hand drawn so it's beautiful, and I really like the music that I've heard so far. And anyway, it's all about building legacies and keeping your kingdom going based on these legacies. So it's like a, for anyone that's ever played Crusader Kings, it is a less intense 
version of Crusader Kings, which is very much around kingdom management. And it does have relationship pieces of it as well so that you can keep your so that you can keep your kingdom going and you create, you know, your own legacy in your own way. But this is a much more approachable version of just the social portion okay. of Crusader Kings. I was about to say a much less in a less intense version of Crusader Kings. So all video games. I well, I mean, yeah, Crusader I, Kings is a really super intense game. I'm just being sad. So that's that's all that's all my indies. I have I won't. I won't go through. Give me some through... AAA shenanigans. I want to know. I'll give you I some AAAs. Because we know you're the indie, the indie gal. But I know I'm the you, but you're a video game person. So I am a video game, game person. So I'm not going to touch on all of them because I know that we are going to have we're going to have some overlap here. So the ones that I do want to talk about are Redfall, which is for the grown-ups, the grown-up game. You definitely do not want to be playing that while the kids are around because that is a game about being a vampire hunter. It's like, imagine Left 4 Dead, but vampires did instead see, of zombies. Did you see the interviews from this week? Where they actually I talked, did not. Where they actually said, because um, they were asked about the Left 4 Dead comparisons, and they actually said that it's going to be closer to like a Far Cry Borderlands than Left 4 Dead. In that That's fine. Um, I'm okay like with that. that. Looter shooter? Sounds good. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, right. This doesn't change anything for me. This just makes me more interested. Let's go. Yeah, I have to ban someone, so you guys... That's okay. Don't worry about it. You go ahead and you do your thing. So Redfall is high on my anticipated list. Um, I have had my eyeballs on it since it was announced. I love basically everything Arcane makes. So, yay. Pretty much near the top of my list for the AAAs. Also from Microsoft Game Studios uh, is Forza Motorsport. Forza is coming out, folks. It's happening. The Not a Horizons game. So I can sit down with my wheel and my pedals and my shifter and we're going to have a nice little time in a racing sim. A full sim. She says knowing full well that she has Gran Turismo 7 and still hasn't cracked it because this year has been a lot. And to wrap it up, apparently everything I want to play. No, it's not everything. Uh, uh, sorry. Octopath Traveler 2 is also coming out. Which, and I need that game too. Oh my god, I'm so excited about Octopath Traveler 2. Like that's that one snuck up on me. Mm -hmm. I saw a Facebook ad for it the other day, and I was like, "What do you mean? That's not coming out until next year." And then I went, "Oh, oh, but it is next year. Oh, it is next year. Oh, in fact, it comes out next month." <laughs> that's Boy, psychic I... damage. Yeah, that's Why psychic damage. This? Why you gotta do this? Don't do that. Um, Don't do that. Birthday's next month. I, I still got a plan for that. Don't say that. I am. <laughs> Uh, I'm really excited for Redfall because I am excited for your hype level for that because that's going to determine whether or not I eventually play it on Game Pass. Like, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like my jam, but I do enjoy. Oh, we could play it together. We could play it together. Well, there's a there's a couple other like horror gothic action adventure games that we're supposed to play together. That are that's fair. Year. But mm -hmm. you're right. But we've got we've got. This, I suspect that this will be the year that, we, that I finally convince you to actually play a game with me. Um, it's not that I don't want to play games with you, bud. Amanda, I'm just being sassy. If I didn't okay, sass you... Okay, you can sass me all you want. I wouldn't know who you were if you didn't sass you me, so it's good. Thank Ill. you for reminding me. You would think I was Thank Ill. you. Um, or that you were body snatched. Or, so thanks for not being true. body snatched. I have not been body snatched. So 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Redfall. I, I mean, every time I see a video of it, I'm like, wow, this looks cooler and cooler. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to, like, all the streams, right? Like, that's one of those games that I'm really looking forward to watching, like, a, people who are good at video games play. Um, that's, that's really how I feel about Redfall and, you know, Octopath. I, I also like that they, they changed gears and started comparing themselves to Borderlands. Because Borderlands has been falling out lately, so it's a good switch up to have something a little bit better, something more fun. And it looks fun, though. It looks it like does. a fun game. It really does. If you're going to do like, a looter shooter, make me yeah. want it. Yeah, yeah. I will say, though, I, Tiny Tina's is really good. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, I was just going to say, now that you said it's more like Borderlands and not Left 4 Dead, because I will be perfectly honest, Left 4 Dead was... My back in college, my friends played it so much that I guess I got left for dead. So here I am, fifteen I loved years later. It. Fifteen years later, and I still don't want to play a game that's like Left for Dead. Well, yeah. you know, I'm all about it. Left for Dead has so many good memories for me. As one of the kids that probably drove you crazy with playing Left for Dead so much. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> we 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 had an Ethernet cord going down our dorm hallway so we could connect our Xboxes. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. That actually, yeah, that tracks. That honestly tracks. Sounds like my house growing up. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. That's that fine. That's how we played Halo. That also freaks me out because, like, you did that. That game was out while you were in college, eh? Um, yeah. The, the Utes, yeah. I'm feeling old now. The Utes. On the, I think I'm older than that. Yeah, a little. A little. But still, little. the Utes. I, I, I used to have a neighbor chat. that had a networked house that we played Doom and he had yeah. like or computers that were networked in the house, like it that was, was my <laughs> house, friend. That was my house. Yeah. I think the guy may have been a developer at the time. That like right. we we used to mow his lawn, and like the team of us would get invited in to go play Doom for a couple hours. So that's, yeah, that's <laughs> honestly that's I mowed the lawn for free. He still paid us, like. I don't mow the lawn. Even though you got yeah. to go inside and play video games? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the hardship. I would have done hardship. that. I would have done that. That sounds pretty great. Anyway, so obviously I remain the indie queen. I love my indies. Mm. There are still other AAA games on my list that I didn't talk about because I'm going to leave it to the three of you to get that going. And I will see all of you. In two weeks. In two weeks. Well, and I'll see you on Saturday. No, we'll see I you mean, Saturday. But... Except oh, for that's true. No, I'll see you Saturday. For those of you yeah. that are in here, well, mostly, mostly everybody. I'll see mostly everybody on You'll Saturday. You'll be back on the podcast in two weeks. Everybody I will be back on the podcast Saturday. in two weeks, and I'll talk to Steve in like half an hour on yeah. text. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll text you <laughs> in forty-five minutes. Um, bye, man. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye. 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 Okay, so I, I was I was nervous when she left if it was gonna like throw off the 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 Discord chat. The vibe. All right, yeah, we're good. Okay, the mods are mods are asleep. Let's talk about let's talk about Zelda. Um, okay, so um, that's a that's a Reddit joke. Um, that's how that he trying to be young. Um, so let's just let's just do it. Can we just can we just do it? The yeah. biggest release for me of this year, probably like probably on the whole planet, not really, but whatever, is Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Jeff. Scale of one to ten, how excited are you for the new Legend of Zelda? I am probably about a nine. I think that's a good. I think that's fair. I I would give it a nine. I'm not the biggest Zelda fan. 
I know we've been over this. This is one of your character flaws. Yeah, it was. I mean, one. Uh, <laughs> but I am a big enough fan that I did play Breath of the Wild on a Wii U. Wow, oh. I remember that. I remember because I because I could not afford a Switch at the time. Listen, you made the right decision. Listen, you. I mean, you gotta you gotta eat. <laughs> like the, we recognize gotta you, you gotta eat, but video games are important. Yeah, so. Not every job is like EFG and lets me take paternity leave for a whole year at my full pay. Straight yeah. up. It, well, we doubled it when you came back. And then we doubled yep. it when you came back. Uh, but no, I I am super excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I Breath of the Wild is probably one of the Zelda games I relate to the most. Um loved it. I'm curious to see what they can do to make it more. No. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm at eleven. It's my most anticipated game of the year. It's not close. Um, which is saying something. But I agree with you a thousand percent. Right? Like it is. What are they gonna do? And 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 that's the biggest. That's what I'm really excited about now. And I think the best analogy. And Tomlinson, tell me if I'm crazy on this. And Linda, you can evaluate my insanity throughout this entire thing. For me, it's almost like a fighting game announcement. Where it really True. is, like, I'm expecting, like, we got the title, right? So for a while it was a sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And now we know it's Tears of the Kingdom. So now it's like, okay, what does that mean? And now it's almost like a fighting game where I'm just expecting any time now. We're just going to start getting details. Little videos from Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going we're to get a direct soon. We have but, to. But yeah. if, if they, they have shown for other games that they've also been very comfortable Oh, check out this sub, check out this weapon, check out this enemy, check out this region. And we're just going to slowly get more and more information. And I just know that I'm going to watch those videos a hundred times each trying to figure stuff out. And whenever that, I mean, and it's coming out March or not March, May, May, 12th. May, May 12th, May 12th. I'm looking at, at the switch page right now. Uh, and do... and to to Jeff's point, like the this was one where I at the time I was making up money where like I, I was talking down the switch, talking down the switch, and then I went and I pre-ordered the switch along with Le- Legends of Zelda, and then played a hundred and forty hours, like before the clock was implemented. I had over 140 hours. Then the clock, like feature, came in the system update, and yeah, I love that game. It's there's something about Zelda and the way they did it. It hit the right time, and you know, I know it looks empty, but like there's so many moments because of the emptiness. Like right now, I'm replaying Death Stranding, and I'm getting that same feeling, like. Yeah, it's a barren game, but that leads you to come upon things that are solely for you. Yeah, and, and everybody has a different experience with the game. That that is the thing I loved about it. So you know, I listened to video game podcasts, and people, you know, all the podcasts for months was all about Breath of the Wild, and every time someone new would become, I think I'm listening to Nintendo voice chat from IGN, and they're like, I found the dead horse. Horse skeletons. I'm like, like I didn't even know this was a thing, and I've been playing this for months. Uh, and going back on, like, you know, it's called Tears of the Kingdom. Do you remember when it was first announced and 
like, oh, we can't give you the title because it'll give everything away. And then they gave us the title. We're all like, what does this mean? And well, does tears mean tears? Or no, no, no. They, tears they, mean tears? Uh, that was confirmed yeah. through the Japanese translation. It is tears, yep. as in the tears that you cry, not tears, yep. as in tears. Because they actually never said it, too. Well, that you're right. But it was the Japanese translation. That was very quickly solved in the Nintendo voice chat forums on Facebook, as well as everywhere else. Because everybody that speaks Japanese saw the title and was like, nah, guys, don't worry. Linda, you've seen dozens of hours of this game played. More than that, yes. My Between my husband and my youngest, and my youngest is so excited for this. Yeah. Are you going to make so, him wait? So here's wait? the thing. His birthday is the week prior to the release. So I have a feeling he's going to get a card on his birthday that says, you will be receiving it upon release. Oh, I think that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Because his birthday is literally, because you said it's May 12th. May 12th, yeah. So his birthday is literally like in the week prior. So can't he can't get it on his birthday, but he can get the thing saying it's pre-ordered and you're getting it next week. I can't wait to play it and then talk to him because... Talking yeah. to other people oh. is like a pastime. Talking to other people about Zelda Breath of the Wild was a pastime unto itself for the same reason Jeff talked, is that we all just had very different experiences. Um, like, I never built my house in that town. And people keep talking about, like, having the house. And I just never did it because I was off to the <laughs> neither. I never so the, the, the first thing I did is I grabbed the stick you find, set the stick on fire, and lit all the grass around me. Oh man, I, I did. All of us did such dumb stuff. Um, yeah. I can't wait. So that's Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Um, that's coming May twelfth. Um, and I, I, I only really have the two that I want to talk about, and I'm just going to get it over the way. In June, June fourth, I believe it is. Um, is Street Fighter Six? Yeah. Listen, I I can't even. Like, I, the, the reason I am here is because I put into words how excited I am about games. And I am super stoked about Legend of Zelda, but, like, there is something about a brand new Street Fighter game that has me just in tied in knots. And part of it is because I have made the promise to myself that this is the one. I am going to be good at Street Fighter Six. And Steve, you're not good at video games. We've established this. I know, but listen, listen. I just I feel like I have to, you know, because here's what happened this year. What did I do? I streamed Elden Ring. Nobody thought I was going to do it. I streamed it. I played it. I beat a boss. I did more with Elden Ring, and I think, and you know what I said to myself: if I could beat a boss in Elden Ring, I could get good at Street Fighter. How? I mean, how? Because here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to just go in and just force myself to be Ryu. I'm going to try other characters. I'm going to do all sorts of stuff. And I'm going to do a lot of it streaming, probably as part of our uh, 10th anniversary celebration, which may involve me getting my butt kicked online in Street Fighter Six. But you know what? I'm going to learn. I'm, I will hire a, a, a coach if I have to. Um but yeah, through the classes. Street Fighter Seven. You know, Steve, we'll write an intervention plan for you. It's fine. I think between Jeff and I, I think we have enough experience yeah. with you know supporting and you know meeting goals. We can we can get this done for you. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, Make sure they're smart goals. I just had a meeting about that yesterday. Oh, oh of course. Oh, you definitely absolutely. have to be smart goals. Well, yes. I mean, 
listen, uh, great. So we'll, I, I think we absolutely need to do have, so we need to make smart goals. We are your friends, Steven. Yeah, you guys the are can we put that on the list for work this weekend where we can come up with a um where we can unironically um come up with smart goals for me getting good at street fighter six um, i think Steven, that is good content what we we are here for you we may not believe in you but we're here for you wow tell me tell me somebody in the chat believes in you just, just like your wife, we're here to help you pick up the pieces. Yeah, somebody in chat okay. me that you believe in me. Like Seasons of the Sea, this is amazing. out there. Gattle Logic is here. One of uh, you, Mega Mom is there. Yeah. Somebody has to believe in me. There we go. Kai believes in me. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> she, she like she just died in a dungeon for to be able to say that, guys. I just want to let you know. Yeah. Um, she's definitely playing World of Warcraft right now. I'm pretty sure she just died in a dungeon to say that. So. Um, that's how important it is. Um, so, um, anyway, we should definitely put that on the list for stuff to figure out because I think that would be really funny. Uh, she says she didn't die, but close. Um, so anyway, so those are my two. I think honestly, there's a whole bunch of other stuff coming out in me, Final Fantasy 16, which I'm just kind of waiting for, you know, but you know, whatever. And so Jeff, I could, I mean, I could go on and on, but those are the two that I really wanted to hone in on. Jeff, what about you? What are, what are your anticipated games for this year? Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is, and I know it's kind of controversial in a way, um, but growing up with the series, I am excited for Hogwarts Legacy. I'm just excited to be a wizard. You know, do what I, do what wizards do, but I'll just leave it at that. I just want to say that's one of my games I am excited for. Yeah other game i wanted to mention and i forgot it was coming out until i just looked at a list before we started recording so steven you know i'm a super like professional wrestling fan yep in fact before i did a pokemon podcast my friend and i who do it was almost did a professional wrestling podcast where i was like the sensei to him who knows nothing about professional wrestling that would have been genius by the way it would have been I, i know there's still time but there's well there. There is no time to yeah. record. Yeah, we took <laughs> we took the last of your time. Yeah. Uh, uh, people are always say like the two K games. They are way too simmy. You know, it's hard to get into them. I love them. I've I've played them since the beginning. Uh, now they have announced that they're. How would you feel about a wrestling RPG? Oh, you're talking about WrestleQuest. WrestleQuest. Yeah. Yep, and yep. it's not just generic WrestleQuest because in this game, you can, there's Andre the Giant, Bret Hart, DDP, Jake Roberts, Jeff Jarrett, Legion of Dune, Macho Man, Randy Savage. And you get to fight them in a wrestling ring using RPG mechanics. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. This is I. This is one of those games that I forget. But then as soon as someone even mentions professional wrestling role-playing game, I lose my mind. Linda, and you've seen me do stupid things, but this is true. This is a 16-bit era RPG where you get to play with Macho Man Randy Savage. Jeff, this is our game. It was made for us. So I didn't want to see you play with Andre the Giant. That's more nostalgic for me. And I don't think they've announced if you get your own character or if you just play against these characters. But as you said, you know, Amanda is very much into indies. I follow indies, but I 
I typically don't buy an indie. I'm a more of a AAA gamer, and I'll play an indie when it's on PS Plus or a Game Pass. But this one may be a day one purchase for me because it is wrestling. I love wrestling. Uh, my most played game of 2022 was WWE 2K22. I put 80 hours into that game this year. Yeah, man. Well, you had to do the Rey Mysterio stuff. Yes. So Absolutely. 100%. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward. I don't... I They have an announce of 2K24 or 2K23 is coming out this year. I mean... If it... If it is, I don't think it's going to be till October. I think they're trying to get back on their original track because yeah. it's a little late yeah. to announce it for WrestleMania season. Oh yeah, it's definitely not. I would bet. I would bet that during the lead up to WrestleMania, um, or maybe the Monday night, the Monday night Raw after WrestleMania would be a great time to announce two K twenty three because everybody's watching. Um, <coughs> yeah, I. Oh man, WrestleQuest. Mm. WrestleQuest. I'm so excited um, for that game. So excited. This, and I, and I, like I said, I always forget about it, and it comes out. Mr. Tomlinson, what about you? Throw, throw some games at us. Let's, let's pitch Linda on some games. I want because we got to get Linda. To play, <laughs> we got her to play Super Mario Odyssey this summer. We got to find sure. a game that we will get Linda to play. You know. So in no particular order, yeah. I'm gonna first swing with Spider-Man Two. That game, that's a hard swing too. That's out of the park, because that the the first one was flawless. It's one of the few games where you talk to people that don't normally platform uh, platinum games, and they platform platinum that it's game. Me. Like yeah, exactly, it was, it's, it was our game of the year that year. Yeah, it's and it wasn't even it's close. flawless. Yeah. It wasn't even close. The, the the fact that they made a like one point five with Miles Morales. And that's another flawless game. It was a bit more expensive because it was a shorter game, but this is a full-scale game where we will be playing Peter Parker again. And I can't wait to see that. And what that sets up with the Wolverine game coming and Venom coming, because Venom is in the trailer for this. I I love me some Venom. Love me some Venom. So flying around they yeah. made like freaking swinging around new york like yeah see, I mean, the fact that you like, made xp by doing it was just like a yeah. little touch for me where it was like all right now i can just roll around and feel like i'm actually like getting something yeah where you just like random crimes happen and then you go stop them just like procedurally generated stuff amazing so much fun yeah, absolutely and as- um as John said, people who don't platinum games platinum this game, and I plat- yeah. it's one of my few platinums I have, because yeah. I even the side stuff was just so much fun to yeah. do, and and you know, it was a little, like it wasn't the best for the side stuff, so I just imagine it's going to be even better yeah. going into the second one. Yeah. Oh, totally. I just want to know how huh? we're going to handle juggling back and forth between the two characters. Um, yeah. You know, because, you know, are we going to be switching it at any time, a la GTA 5 kind of thing, where it's like they're just doing stuff and you can switch back and forth? Or is it going to be mission-based? I don't know. I, I, that is what I'm really interested in, because they have said we'll be playing as both characters. And so it'll be really interesting to see how they do that mechanically. I'm sure that was one of the first things they decided from a design perspective, is how we're going to handle both Spider-Men. Can't wait. And also kind of can't wait to see... What other surprises they pull out because that game had a lot of surprises in it. The first, yeah, one. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Spider Man Two, that's going to be a treat to close out the year. What will 
what it sounds like will be a very good year. So what else you got? I I, I feel that, and I'm going to call it out here before we move on, that they're going to put another superhero from another franchise in that and spin it off. Like the Human Torch or something like that? I don't know if you you go for that, but like something maybe like Luke Cage, maybe something, something else, a little more mature. Yeah, maybe. Do you like Defender spinoff or Avengers spinoff? Like Wolverine, maybe. Who knows? Well, a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur platformer. Oh, yeah. She's going to be on the Disney Is she? Channel. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's coming uh, to Disney Plus. I can't wait to watch that with Disney my daughter. Like a month later. Yeah, Moon yeah. Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Linda, let me tell you what Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is. Moon Girl is... Oh, please fill me because I haven't a clue. Yeah. Moon Girl is... Is she canonically the smartest person in the in Marvel Comics? She's I think no. second because she's Reed Richard. one of the yeah. smartest people. Yeah. And she's this little... Um, she's a little Ten year girl. old? Yeah, she's like 10, 11. But... Um, and she... So she's Moon Girl. She's super smart. She uses gadgets and stuff. and But she fights crime alongside a, a T-Rex. She neat. Oh, out of a like a portal to another universe. Yeah, then she pulled. Yeah, she built a wormhole and got the dinosaur. So Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. She's got. She is. Um. So it's going to be on uh, the Disney Channel, and then they're going to be airing the episodes on Disney Plus shortly thereafter. Very stylized. I love the music. It uh, looks very cool. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely something worth checking out. So. All right. What else? So. Uh, one more uh, for for uh, the family. I'm gonna say Final Fantasy uh, Seven Rebirth. Uh, it's right on the border because it's more. It's got to be a teen or M, but like a soft M. It's gonna yeah. be T. It's it, from what I understand, it's gonna be T rated, just like the last one. Um, yeah, because it's the sequel to Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Um, this is one of those like. Final Fantasy VII Remake was like a hard T. And like, I, we yeah. had a whole podcast episode. About There's a heavy, heavy T, yeah. Yeah, me thinking the ESRB got it wrong. I talked about it on yeah. TikTok, and I had a bunch of people yelling at me because they misunderstood what I was talking about and trying to say that I yeah. didn't think they should have made the game and all that. And I was like, no. No. Just think they should have labeled like, it as them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I still would have let my kids play it because it's just yeah. a language, but whatever, dude. But yeah, we we had a lot of conversations on the EFG show about that game yep, too. We did because it was so wild, and I think you know what I I cannot wait to see them continue the story because they took Final Fantasy VII and um and they made it good. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You took the words right out of my mouth because it is. I do not hide the fact that I think Final Fantasy VII is one of the worst Final Fantasy Seven Final Fan Final Fantasies, and it is overrated and way better. Eight and nine are way better on the PlayStation, and so I actually got to play through the story because I'm actually playing a game I enjoy. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was an awesome experience. You know, Integrate was cool too, and so um, it'll be cool to kind of see the uh, story continue. Um, and also, just you know, just look at I love how pretty they made the world, and now it's not going to yeah. be stuck in like the yeah. diesel punk you know cyberpunk like my my only, i i i haven't like, seen much grass. on rebirth but yeah, like i just yeah exactly but like i i want more of the open world that i felt in final fantasy well, 7 originally the, the, we so. all remember the beginning part of final fantasy 7 is in midgard and yep. it's on you know and they ended that then game it opens up leaving yeah. 
Um, so we're yeah. gonna see more grass. Yeah. You know what I a mean? lot and more. So, yeah, and I'm looking forward to hopefully. That. So hopefully we will. Um, more grass, else? but less drag. More. So more, yeah. What else? <laughs> I'm going to speed run some of these and then give you my final thoughts on one that is not on the list that I put in the chat. Uh, I'm just going to run through all my grown-ups, which is Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Dead Space Remake, and Alan Wake 2. But uh, I said it before, I'm hyped for Death Stranding 2. There's, It's one of the most weirdest game games that like also was very earnest in its message of reconnecting a broken country so like i can't wait to see what they do in the next one i'm replaying it now and just the nuance in it and the uh the feeling of it like there there's one point where um you know a a, a guy thought he lost his girlfriend Turns out the girlfriend was, you know, the next town over. So you go and you take her to to see them, and then they fall in love and get married and everything. And you follow that journey with them through emails after you deliver them. And you're just an Amazon driver. That's the whole. That's the whole game. You're just the Amazon driver. So weird. So pretty. So pretty though. It's so pretty. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I, I, <clears throat> do we know that that's coming out next year, though? What? Death Stranding? Death Stranding. DS2? Yeah, it was at the Game Awards. It's coming out in like three months. What? Oh, what? Wow. I didn't know. <clears throat> yeah, there was a date. I didn't. Yeah, you know, the thing about the Game Awards is I really just don't believe any dates they give us. <laughs> I just don't trust anything. Linda, did any of these games sound interesting to you? I want to know, like, if there, if we were going to pick one of the games that any of us mentioned, is there any of these that we're going to convince you to play with us? So, of everything that you folks have mentioned, Spider-Man, hands down. Because yeah. that also, Spider-Man was on the short list when I was planning to play a video game last summer. Spider-Man was on the short list of things I might actually like to play. So, I am super excited. I've watched a ton of the original one. So yeah. that's the one that I want to see more of and see the new one. Oh, we're definitely going to see more of that. I think we should oh, probably okay. be seeing more of it soon, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, at the very least. Yeah. Very least I think I may stream that whole game. That's another well, good one. You did that with Ragnarok, right? Yeah, I did that with Ragnarok. There was one thing where my stream failed and we missed like a dream sequence uh, right before he went, uh, before Kratos, Kratos went to, to a battle. Yeah. So, no did you finish yet? Are no. you how far? Are you? <sighs> um, no spoilers. We'll talk about it later. No, I have not finished it, but I've been putting in a couple hours every week. Every uh, week, bro. Uh, Y'all know I play World of yeah. Warcraft, right? Yeah, we, we understand. World of Warcraft Dragonflight just came out, like literally, uh, and I raid. So, like, I'm I'm being a bit more respectful of my console time and taking it when I can, um, and I think that that's going to continue more because the world of warcraft has settled down a little bit we're in a, we're in the we're in the nice like the pattern of now we know what to do and when to do it etc so i'll trust me i'll finish it i'll finish I, it. I, I i've just fallen off the mmo train like i've completely given up on destiny 2 just because it 
everything like feels the same. Like I need a story or I need a puzzle game and then to move on from it. So yeah. the it ultimately it's you know, it's a social thing for me, but also now like Evan yeah. plays with me. Um and yeah, I like get a that. Really cool yeah. experience, you know, raiding with him and you know, fighting huge bosses and the two of us are on opposite sides of the house and the boss is at one percent and we're screaming. Yeah. It's just get them. Yeah, there's something about that. But anyway, this is not I, a World of Warcraft I, podcast. Well, yeah. I will say it is great now that you know Kyrie turns seven next week, and she is finally getting to the point where she understands how a controller works. Um, <sighs> and so Kyrie and I have been playing Sackboy this last few. Weeks oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I got it at launch. I played a little bit by myself, and. Uh, somehow, miraculously, we've even been able to beat like the double levels where you have to have someone else. Wow! It, it's a right. lot of me getting frustrated. And my wife telling me it's just a game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. it's true. She is right. She is right. Um, there might have been a point where I was controlling both controllers with my hands listen, to get something to work. Got a logic in the chat saying that his wife says he is not allowed to play MMOs. Well, you know what? I mean, yep. you gotta, you gotta do, what, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I am very lucky, um, but maybe I, you know, I've been. I'm, I, I think there's more than one person that is glad that the expansion newness has worn off, and now it's to its now it's now instead of new content, it is you know the stuff I got to do every day just to go and then be done with it. So, um, anything else coming out this year that we really want to jam on? Uh. Mm. What about, let's, really, talk about, I will... let's talk about Starfield for a second. Okay, because, yeah. Because Starfield is coming out this spring, and yeah. they committed to it. Um, Linda, Starfield is Skyrim in space. Okay. That's it. That's what I got for you. Um, that's, the, that's the tweet, huh? Um, so uh, that's the tweet. Yeah, it is. Um, what do we think, Jeff? Are you? Are you? Are you? playing starfield or are you waiting for starfield i will not be playing because i don't have a series x or an s yet and i don't oh, that's right you don't have an xbox okay what i have an had... xbox i had an xbox if i have an xbox one yeah all right so if you had Ooh. a series x or something like that would you play it like does it interest you in any way it, it does interest me i would probably play it i wouldn't buy it i'd get game pass even yeah. if I wasn't subscribed to Game Pass, I would probably subscribe $15 for a month just to play it. Yeah. Actually, for that, I only have to well, it's only like, Yeah, it's only like a dollar. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm that. the same way as Jeff, is that, you know, I really like Skyrim, but I, sci-fi is not my jam. So, like, I like big role-playing games, and Skyrim is great. You know, when Elder Scrolls Six comes out in 20 years... Yeah, see, I'm not a, an Elder Scrolls guy. I'm a, a Fallout guy, so I'm more on the Fallout side, but it's the same kind of thing where hey, Fallout's I, I, post-apocalyptic and this is going to be space. So, I, but the same system. I love, so I think it would be definitely be my game. I loved Mass Effect. Yeah. I actually replayed Mass Effect 1 and 2. I need to still replay 3, uh, but I played it I with the trying, Legendary. I keep trying, I fall asleep. Legendary Edition. I mean, I've already beaten the best one, which is two. So yeah. I don't need to go back to three if I don't have to. Dude, it, um, is hot, it is hot take day from Jeff. <laughs> Although Mass Effect 2 being the best Mass Effect is not yeah. really that but, hot of And take. three is not bad, especially since they fixed it. And I've never played Andromeda because, you know, it's Andromeda. 
You know what? I've heard some really good things about Andromeda post them fixing it. Yeah, because it was I, released game with a lot to. of bugs. But like my understanding um, is that in, in the months afterwards, once they fixed all that stuff, it turned into a really great game, from what I understand. Uh, Steven, another game I want to mention real quickly that isn't, I feel like, not getting a lot of hype, and I think it's because one of these games seems to come out every year, but Ishian Like a Dragon is coming out. And the Yakuza series is yep. low-key becoming one of my favorite series. And granted, I've never been in a Yakuza game. But I think I'm getting ready to because I'm over halfway done with... I've been playing Judgment recently. Alright. Okay. And those games are just hilarious. Um, for instance, I did a side quest where this Chinese man and part of the Chinese Mafia comes against me. And these two Chinese Mafia members are trying to get this cat because the leader of the Chinese Mafia died. And the cat's the only one knows where he kept his stash. <laughs> they want to follow the cat to find out where his all his money is. And then you help them and you find out, oh, he had the address on the collar so it could return so people could return it home. <laughs> um the, the 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 Yakuza games are so absolutely Dick- stupid that I, um, yeah, absolutely. More Yakuza is great. Linda, Yakuza is a, uh, Yakuza is a series that is very Japanese and started in Japan and they've been porting it over and now it's so successful here. Um, one of the missions in one of the most recent Yakuza games is a kid, because you're a Yakuza dude, but like, you know, there's a whole thing. There's a kid who wants you to uh, buy him um, an inappropriate magazine. Oh. he can't buy it himself. So he right. you. So you have to make a decision as to whether or not you're going to buy this, like, teenage kid. It's not like a kid. It's like a teen, you know. Okay. Like, it's like a It's kid. not a no, little kid. It's, it's not inappropriate. Teen. It's like a teenage boy or whatever. It's like, hey, man, could you buy me one of those magazines? And, like, you know what you're doing. And then like, right. so you get to decide, but like when you, if you do it, you do it. And then like some thugs come up and they try and like steal the magazine <laughs> from the kid. And so then oh. you got to fight the bad guys and like, oh my goodness, you can fight them with everything around you. So like you can pick up like bicycles and like, cause it is not meant to be serious. Um, there's another okay. mini game chain in one of the most recent ones where you can become a professional bowler. And your manager is a chicken that can talk. The okay. Best, best part about these games is usually the main character, the character you play, is the most serious person in the whole. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like, and you're doing and the then there's weirdest, nonsense around you. And you're doing all this nonsense. Uh, we'll get off this, but I just have to say, they've changed it into an RPG series where one of the characters in Yakuza Like a Dragon is a homeless guy. And so, you know, RPGs, you have your spells. He's your mage. One of his magic spells is he pull, reaches into his trench coat, pulls out bird seed, throws it at people, and then all these birds comes and starts pecking them to death. Yeah. Um, one of your summons <laughs> in the game is you use your cell phone and you can summon a giant attack crawfish. Um, <laughs> and, a gi- yeah. and a giant man Wait, wearing a baby you, diaper. You, and a giant man wearing a baby diaper. Um, got a logic oh in the chat saying... The main plot is like this ruthless, played perfectly straight, like Yakuza, like mafia style plot. And then the side quests are just absolute bananas. Um, it is. 
So it's this is it's one of those games that's like, you know, I mean they are all they're rated M, but like they're just really kind of dumb. And so rated M for language and blood. Yeah, language and blood, but for okay. it's a Yakuza movie. Right. It's cuz it's Yakuza stuff, but yeah, I can't wait for more Yakuza stuff. And yeah. it's just so stupid. I I keep telling myself I want to play through the entire series, but the issue with all those games are they're all very much the exact same game with a different story. And it's um, and there are many, right. many, many dozens of hours. And there's like... So, like, the game I'm playing is Judgment. And it has a completely different name, but it's just Yakuza. Hmm. Yeah, it's a spin-off game. Yeah, yeah. it's a spin-off. But it's, um, not, it's not even a spin-off because you play it exactly like any of the Yakuza games. So I don't... Yep. Well, it is technically a spin-off. They've built it as a, they build it as a spin-off because it's supposed to be the serious one. <laughs> but it's not but it's not um so anyway everybody gabalogic says you should play zero if you have to pick any of them because yakuza zero is set in the 80s um that that makes sense probably so um guys we did it we talked about a whole did lot it. of games coming out in 2023 um yeah. so uh yeah this is this 2023 is going to be a very exciting year we got the 10th anniversary VFG. We've got all these awesome video games coming out that we're going to be able to talk about. All these awesome board games that Linda and I are going to be able to talk about with everybody. We've got Planescape coming. Man, it's going to be wild. So everybody watching and listening, thank you very much for joining us tonight. This has been episode 295. We'll be back in a couple of weeks for another episode uh, where the five of us will gather to talk about all sorts of stuff. Hopefully Linda will have internet by then. Hopefully, I hope so. has, hopefully she has internet by Saturday because we're all going to be there. It's going to get complicated um, if I don't have internet by Saturday. Yeah, they'll figure <laughs> it out, I'm sure. Um, but until uh, everybody, um, I hope you have a good night. We will see you in two weeks. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see y'all soon. Bye now. Bye. 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 for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is Android Sock Hop by Kevin McLeod, an audio production by Six Pack Nerds Productions.